0: Customers love options, bike builders like options too. When you're looking for the highest quality plug and play lighting for your V-twin, why not make the same choice as professional builders and make the switch to electric lighting? Electric lighting is the choice of builders like Dave Perowitz and Corey Ness. Even builders like myself have made the switch to electric lighting. Electric quality isn't just quality you can see, electric quality is quality you can feel. Did I mention that electric lighting was the first manufacturer to offer a lifetime warranty on all LED turn signals? Visit your local independent motorcycle shop or online at www.namscustomcycleproducts.com. As a lifelong mechanic, I figured I'd already tried every type of hand cleaner imaginable. From mom's dish soap to dad's pumice bars, from powders to lanolin-based cleaners. I was just about to give up, say forget it, and mix up my own concoction. But then I heard about Full-Bore Hand Cleaner. Full-Bore isn't just another hand soap. Full-Bore is a hand scrub. Full-Bore is formulated right here in the USA with features like soft abrasives, skin moisturizers, and special odor eliminators, so there's no need to rewash your hands before dinner. Full-Bore also has no harsh solvents, and that means there's no sticky film left behind, and Full-Bore won't irritate open cuts. When you're ready to get clean, Go full bore. Visit fullboreclean.com and enter the code GARAGEBUILT to receive free shipping on orders over $70. Episode 25 of the Hell on Wheels Garage Built Podcast. What a weird couple of months, huh? This coronavirus thing has really mucked up the waters. And I guess I probably should have knuckled down and done a bunch more content. But to be honest with you, I was so hyper-focused on keeping... The doors open and the wheels spinning here at Cycle Stop USA. That I kind of put it on the back burner, but we're we're up and moving now. Uh, The twenty fifth episode, I decided to do that with my good friend Lieutenant Tony Alaire of the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Tony and I have been friends now for a little over a year and a half, and he is the chairperson for the Central Florida Wheels of Steel. If you remember, that is the indoor custom motorcycle show that is going to happen. was going to happen this June, but we've decided to push it off to December. We think the weather's going to be a little bit better. We think people are going to be ready to get back to doing normal things in June, and rather than have them come out for an indoor motorcycle event, which is for a nonprofit, we thought, you know what, let's just be part of the solution, not part of the problem, and we'll move the chains a little bit and put the date off till December. So the new dates for the show are going to be... December 5th and 6th, it's still at the RP Funding Center in downtown Lakeland. You can check us out at www.cfwheelsofsteel.com. Follow us at CF Wheels of Steel on Instagram and find out all the latest and greatest. We're pretty stoked this year. We talk a little bit about this. I have a good friend named Jeff G. Holt. Some of you, all of you, most of you, I hope, know who he is. He's the V-Twin Visionary, and he's my dude, man. We've been friends now for about four years. We met at the FXR show in 2016 when Cody took home top honors, and we've just been friends ever since then. And, you know, he left Hot Bike Magazine, started the V-Twin Visionary digital media group. And uh, I want to make sure that he's successful, and I want to do everything in my power to help him. So we asked him to come to Lakeland, Florida, and be the MC for our event and uh, I have every intention of having Jeff G on the podcast here in the very near future. So, enjoy episode twenty-five is up. It's myself, Jason Hallman, Cycle Stop USA, Speed Metal Built on Instagram, and my good friend Tony Alaire. As you heard the commercials before the program, please support our sponsors. Please go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you can leave a positive message about our podcast to help us get it out there it's a free podcast free entertainment and uh, we hope you enjoy it thank you so much and without further ado myself and tony Thanks for coming back to the Helen Wheels Garage Built Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Hallman. I'm here with my good friend, Lieutenant Tony Allaire from the Polk County Sheriff's Office. And together, we co-chair the Central Florida Wheels of Steel Motorcycle Show. How you doing, Tony? Good. How you doing? I hate talking like that. When we talk like on a daily basis, right. we're like, "Hey, how's it going?" Got that radio voice. There's a different effect when I'm looking across you at the table. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're like, well, we are six feet apart, of course. Right. Of course. Social distancing. <laughs> yeah. Social distancing, as as we should. I just felt like we should need. We needed to. Um, we have one good event under our belt. We were two months away, essentially, almost to the day. Yep. Right. Yeah, pretty close. I mean, with the days of 15th, we we're March uh, 13th and 14th, or we were June 13th and 14th, month away, right? Yeah. So we were two months away to the day, uh, and obviously we're not going to hit that mark, but we wanted to put this podcast out and talk to everybody about uh, what we are going to do and what we're going to try to achieve. And we're what we're going to do is we have um, solidified some future dates for the show. The show is still going to happen in 2020, and we don't know what's going to happen as far as we think the dates that we picked, based on the stuff we've looked at and some of the metrics i think that the, we picked december the the setup is going to be the 4th of december right and then the show is going to be the 5th and 6th obviously saturday's 10 to 7 and sunday is 10 to 10 to 3 or 4 3, right yeah. yeah 10 to 3 okay so um, I guess the the best... Uh, let's just talk about kind of what we have coming back. We've got Jeff G. Holt. Jeff v- G. Holt will be
1: our new addition this year, which we're really excited about.
0: Yeah, the V-Twin Visionary. So have you had a chance to see any of his um, social media that he's been doing? He's been doing oh, a his, lot his social more social out of
1: control. I mean, he's got so much going on.
0: He has, and he's just posted pictures of... Um, he is moving into, at least for a part of his business, moving into what would only be considered... I mean, it's something that I've been desperately trying to do here in Lakeland with the space that we have here because we have 8,200 square feet. I'd like to – I would really like to have like-minded individuals working out of this space <clears throat> doing their their different things. So Jeff's in a building now. or moving into a building that uh, Motor Witch, Danny the Motor Witch, uh, that's who did – he does a lot of training for Harley-Davidson around the world. Um, FXR Division, uh, those dudes build a lot of really, really cool hand uh, – not hand machine but I mean like hand engineered, I guess, parts for FXRs and they build choppers right. and stuff too. So there's gonna be four or five like little supportive businesses in none of them that do the exact same thing, but right. all of them that kind of do the same, same thing. Support each other yeah. That world. Like it's kind of a little bit of a circus thing. I would love to be able to do that here, yep. you know. Get Brian Butera in here or Eric from F and A Cycles kind of just kind of put yeah. everything together in one in one melting pot. But Jeff's uh, Jeff's Twin visionary videos have been been pretty uh, pretty entertaining to say the least for while well, everyone's yeah, not able to travel so absolutely. we're excited to have him um we've got geico back as yep, our, Geico's as back our the big sponsor is the big sponsor
1: we're excited about what do we call it the premier sponsor the premier sponsor, the premier premier sponsor. Is, yes yeah.
0: geico is the premier sponsor um central florida sports and marketing
1: right we've we've been talking to them and, and they're excited about our event again this year <clears throat> and we and we met with them you know yeah. I didn't get to go to that meeting no, you, you did that and you know and they they kind of have the the I guess the handhold on everything that was happening when all this covid 19 stuff was coming out and um, so we talked to them about our feelings about whether the timing is right or not right and um, obviously the underlying thing is this whole show is an awesome show but it's for a benefit it's to, to fund the early learning coalition or, or get funding to help them right and so they were on board with us that we were making the right decision to Uh, play it safe and kind of push it farther off
0: can you talk a little bit about um because i i kind of know what they do but you've been in the community um considerably longer time than i have been at least it's certainly on that side of things where you you've had more community involvement just based on the fact of your position with the sheriff's office tell us tell our listeners so that they understand uh who some of our stakeholders are what what do you take away from Visit Central Florida and the Central Florida Sports Marketing? What do, you, what do you see them as their role in our community?
1: So I see it as, uh, in my position, I see all these large events. And Polk County, we're in a premier location in Central Florida. We're between Tampa and Orlando. Right. That's the reason I moved here 15, 16 years ago was... You're right in the middle. You want to go to Tampa for the day? You want to go to Disney? You, you know, you're know, you within a half an hour either way. Right. So we're in a great location, and their job is to bring people to this county to support businesses, so just bring commerce into the county, whether it be people staying in hotels, people going to restaurants, people just visiting and going to the stores, what, whatever it may be. And um, we have some events that come here from, um, I mean, national soccer tournaments, baseball tournaments, basketball tournaments, where they take over 90% of the schools in the county, and they just go from school to school to school for week to week to week. Um, I know there are subdivisions up in Davenport that live off uh, tourists going to you know Disney and, and Universal and all the tourism stuff in Orlando, and one or two months a year, they are filled door-to-door with college kids, high school kids coming to compete. Uh, chair competitions, uh, we've had shooting competitions down in South Lake Wales, Frostproof Area, the Academy down there. I mean, they bring all kinds of events here, and Really get our county on the map and just bring a lot of people in to bring business and keep these businesses going and, and keep everything going and then, and the other thing is they get them here, they attract them here, but then they support them. Okay. Um, we have other events like, um, like Iron Man. Iron Man's a big one that comes here every year, and I work with the Iron Man one and they're out there. They have a booth set up and they're supporting. Them with helping provide uh, water, helping provide food, helping to you know distribute this, distribute that, and it's, get the stuff out there. I feel like
0: they're kind of a, a concierge for the county. Yeah, like yeah. so they're the arbiters of kind of the the Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption. Like they are the people who get what you need, right. so you can do the event that you exactly. want to do. So their outreach is is. Pretty substantial, yep. in the community. So, yeah, and their
1: and their media stuff. I mean, they've they've got their their handhold on you know the different media outlets and how to get information out there and in the different magazines, the different newspapers, the different radio ads, things like that. And they just kind of they're great at promoting and getting people into the county. And you know, we it, it says visit Central Florida, but you know, Polk County is a big chunk of Central Florida. I can't believe how big it is. I I was I'm trying to think of, I when I came back from
0: Daytona Bike Week, I came back through. Um, coming straight out out of Ormond Beach. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of stayed on, uh, I think it was Granada, yep. and stayed out. And it just ends up going way out in kind of what would what you would consider, you know, the boondocks, for lack of a better term. But it right. ends up taking you towards Leesburg, kind yep. of. And you can just shoot right back down through Polk County. And Polk County is massive. Oh, I huge. was in Polk County for 45 minutes of that two-hour drive, We're if the not better.
1: fourth largest county, and I believe it's um, about 2,000 square miles. And you don't realize until you go from – you go up by the Green Swamp all the way up 98, uh, 471, heading towards Pasco, where Pasco right. County and all that comes in. You drive from that corner to Lake Kissimmee, which is kind of diagonal across the county. I mean, it's unbelievable. It can take you an hour and a half, two hours. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, company. it's massive.
0: And it's it's amazing how much of it is um, rural. Yeah, so pretty when much you, so.
1: Which the, the, the
0: tie-in there would be that um, – you know, the Polk County Early Learning Coalition, who's the, uh, it's the, it, that's the beneficiary, right, right of, correct. Of, of, of our event. Right. Uh, I wanted to make sure I was using the right terminology. A benefactor is who gives the money. The other beneficiary. And has. the beneficiaries who receives it, right? So they're serving over 300 sites, over 12,000 children. Right. I mean, the county's just
1: so big. They. And the county's really massive. I mean, number. I would
0: think there's actually room for for growth in that if, oh absolutely you, know, you go into some of these areas where I, I didn't see a daycare center or you know early learning center uh if you will um well, you, up around you, polk city
1: no and, and you that. can look Those around are, the county you look around where we are here south lakeland area i mean there's apartment buildings popping up with thousands of more people they're going to bring kids they're going to bring needs they're you know they, stuff.
0: they've permitted over three thousand homes right here on yule road Oh, crazy. so and they've already broke ground i mean that that's that's yep. in play right it's now happening. so um even with all the stuff that's going on you know where no one knows when the doors are going to be reopened for for commerce um right. you know without any restrictions um we're thankful we've we've done well uh, right. we're, con- we're considered essential because we're motor vehicle repair but getting back to some of the other stakeholders in the community there's publics is you know they're they're definitely very active with the early learning coalition last year we had some we had some pretty interesting. We did uh, people that got involved. We had Boar's Head. Yep. Got Boar's yep. U-Haul got involved. Um, of course, our partners at Lakeland Regional Healthcare, um, some of the other um, sheriff's offices in the county. I Kind of. I don't want to disparage anything, but I feel like they kind of put their toes in the water. Right. But I feel like a lot of people. I mean, what do you think? I feel like last year, it being an inaugural event, because you're not supposed to say first annual. Uh, an inaugural event that a lot of people put their toes in the water. They thought it was a good idea. They thought we were we were on to something. But I've definitely seen um, it's been an easier sell, if you will, this year.
1: Well, I think, you know, and you're in that world more than me, but you know motorcycle shows. People have been to these shows, these custom shows, and, and they know what what's there. They know what is a traditional show. And when we started talking about this idea, and, and a lot of it was your vision, but... You know, having something indoor, having something a little classier, having having the right vendors there, having the right uh, entertainment there, having um, treating the the bikes as art, you know, treating it right. as as somebody's masterpiece. People hear that, and that's different than what they're used to. You sure, know? and they like I don't know. And and thankfully, we had some people come forward, and they got involved, and we had a lot of people come to the show. And then the feedback I got, I know the feedback you got, the feedback we got a line from surveys. People are like that was awesome
0: yeah everybody um so let's let's address some of those things sure if we could we get it done early uh here as we, as we get started that one of the complaints were okay oh, let's not let's not call it, one of the one of the criticisms right was that the ticket price was a little high right one of the criticisms was that our the raffle bike ticket was a little high right uh what were some of the other criticisms that that we had that um were, that, were that was a one day show That was a one day that show that was tough
1: and and we we understand that
0: well can we talk about i i feel like right now we can talk about what yeah. we spent to we spent um we spent north of uh 50,000. I mean it's all public record, right? right. It's it's it is. It's, an, it's a nonprofit. It's yep. a 501c3. Correct. So we spent north of 50,000, right, to to put a show on. So and so let's back up real quick and just say that um, the way things work is when you have a 501C3, uh, like the Polk County Early Learning Coalition, and this is all a matter of public record, so we're not talking out of school. Let's say they have a $6 million a year budget. They have to produce a certain amount of that money. I believe 6% is the number that mm-hmm. they have to come up with on their own. Right and they can't use any state or federal funds to produce that.
1: And if I'm not mistaken some of the funding that they do get has to be matched.
0: Well, that's how they get their match too, right? Is right. so that they can get so they can hit their mark, they have to fundraise and they can't use they can't use money that is given to them from a state or local right, right, right. government it has to be something to they proactively got. So and they're do. So we're essentially pounding the pavement getting stakeholder community stakeholders involved doing awareness uh things like the pancake breakfast right. create awareness things like the gala create awareness right. things like the wheels of steel motorcycle show create awareness yep. so when you ha- when you're dealing with a nonprofit it's not just all free money if you will nothing's mm-hmm. free but it's not free money so we spent a substantial amount of money putting what we thought was a good enough event together to get people to be interested this year. So right. let's talk about some of the some of the changes. The things you addressed were uh, high ticket price, high uh, chance to win price, and a one-day show. So right. why don't you kind of explain what we've done to change that? Well,
1: the one-day show, I'll, I'll hit first. So, you know, we went to a lot of vendors. We talked to them, and, and they were vendors. And we appreciate it because vendors say... And it's not worth me traveling across the state or traveling across the country, closing up my shop, not being able to staff it or having to pay someone to staff it while I'm out at a show. And I may or may not do well, especially right. it's an unknown show. And we appreciated that last year. But we also were like, we got to do what we got to do to pull off first year. So right. we were thankful for the vendors we had. Um, we're thankful for the interest we got again this year. And we listened to that. And we went and got uh, a two-day show. So um, right off the bat was the first thing we did. So we're hoping some of those people, obviously the people that were interested last year that had a blast where some of them are already committed to be back. We've got some new ones. We're hoping to drop some more interest. Um, In addition, we got a bigger room. As we know the interest we had last year, we filled that room up. We didn't have a problem doing that. So this year we moved across the hall uh, to the RP Funding Center and got their largest exhibition hall that they have. Um, So, you know, we can actually bring tractor trailers in there and set them up. So um, we've got more room, we've got more space, and now we've got two days. So, you know, hopefully um, that'll, you know, those people who are on the line that couldn't take the day off to come, hopefully they'll, they'll support us this year. And there were things last year that that happened that were outside of the control
0: of everybody involved. Let's just say that, you know, we needed a website.
1: Yep. You
0: know, that can be, that can make or break an event. When you're doing ticket sales online and you're doing marketing online and you're doing promotion online, you've got to be very careful with the information that you put out there. And you don't want to abscond with anybody else's intellectual property or you know, when you haven't put an event on yet, you don't right. have event photos. Right. You know, this year, we have last year's event photos. Right. We, yeah. I know that your, your significant other, um, your wife took a, a boatload of pictures. Right. Um, the law office of Fran Haas, she provided us with a, a bunch yep. of pictures that were fantastic. I don't know who their photographer is over there, and I, I had never met him before that. Right. Yeah, I think it was Jordan. I think okay. his name was Jordan. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, he was willing to share everything that they had with us as well so that was the good thing that i saw from a lot of the folks that participated last year that things like that when they're like hey we came to your event we paid we had a good time here's the photos that we took right right feel free to do whatever you want with them yep you know yeah they're watermarked but i listen you know if you go in my showroom there's a eight or ten foot banner of fran Hosh over my front counter She's she's family to us here. Right. She takes care of us. When yep. we lost Shane last year, she was right there. Boom, Johnny on the spot took care of his family. Yep. Did everything that she she took that from as far as she could to get them exactly what they needed. So I don't forget forget that kind of that right, kind absolutely. of you know uh loyalty. So I, you know, that's what I expect from from people in my circle. So that's what I offer to people in my circle. Mm-hmm. So um we just had a, I thought we had a great event. Yeah. I mean, I I walked away Saturday thinking you know, hoping, wishing it was a two-day event, too, because I would have right. liked to come back to uh, the next well, you day. you know, and,
1: and you and I being submerged in the day of the event, I mean, we were running around with our heads cut off. You know, it right. was great. We were busy doing good things, and you kind of lose track of it. And I, I talked to you guys, and I'm not going to name any names, but some other recent events that occurred um, right. with my duties that I kind of get involved in, and, and one was the first year, the inaugural event, and um, it didn't go so well, you know. and I, And I saw a lot of things that – and I'm not knocking the people involved, but they failed in a lot of areas where I think we did very, very well. And it made me look reflect back on our event and go, you know what? For our first year, we knocked it out of the park. We did really, really well.
0: You know, in, and I get faulted a lot of times uh, in a, on a day-to-day basis that happens to where I come in. I had a customer tell me the other day, a new customer. We did a lot of business with him. We found some problems with his bike. He was super happy when he left, but he said, I got to tell you two things. He's like, one, you need a military discount. And two, you come in really hot. You need to, you know, and I, you know, and I do come in. I, I realize I come in hot, but I've heard, I've heard
1: somebody tell you before that you need to be a little softer. I need to be I've a little softer,
0: that. yeah, especially in. I don't want to name any names, but uh, there is a certain individual that claims that in our uh, operation committee meetings that I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, aggressive,
1: and occasionally she tells you that over. Uh, text that yeah is maybe (laughs) that's maybe is a group
0: text that she thought was not somebody else that it was just me um but my thing is is that um there were things that i felt that i was really really important that we hit the mark on Mm -hmm. and when i go to you know and those were things that i hit that i wanted us to make sure we hit because i'd been to a lot of motorcycle events that didn't go off so well right and there was people that were involved in our motorcycle event that I desperately wanted them to see things our way, but I don't know that they did. Right, right. You know, and then, and then, you know, two months later, I pack everything up, I go to Sturgis, and I attend. Um, that's all I do when I'm there right. is I attend. That's like people have to understand that, especially the folks that come to us with ideas for our show. Part of what I do is attend motorcycle events as right. as a professional that's what i have to do yep. sometimes i'm a vendor sometimes i'm an exhibitor which there's a difference and sometimes i'm just you know uh somebody that's uh, you know going there to just kind of take it all in myself right. you know and when i go to sturgis and i go to like jeff's show for the v-twin visionary show that's Every that's going to be on Monday, mm-hmm. you know that's the way they break those shows up. Sunday right. is the FXR show, Monday is the V Twin Visionary, Tuesday is the Sportster, Wednesday's the Paint Show, Thursday's our Down Day. There's still a show, but we don't attend that one. Right, right. My 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 group that I go there with, and Friday we're packing up and heading back back mm-hmm. home. But <clears throat> when you go to Jeff's show on Monday, and this is a guy that has been to every substantive motorcycle mm-hmm. show on the planet. From Moon Eyes to Mama Tried to Fuel in Cleveland to um, the Brooklyn Invitational, which unfortunately no longer goes off. And then Born Free, which is one of the biggest motorcycle shows on the planet. Mm-hmm. And you see his show and, you you know, you can kind of you, you kind of see how you're supposed to run things. Right. Right. right I, I go to these shows and. So me being a motorcycle guy, I'm not I don't consider myself a biker. Mm-hmm. To me as a biker is somebody who has to ride. I'm a motorcycle guy. Yep. I don't have to ride. I I ride for purely for enjoyment or to do
1: my job, but right. um I think we did I think we did rather well. Yeah, I th- I think we hit the mark with something different, something uh unique. I mean, it caught people's attention and and we didn't have anybody, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there was nobody That was at the show that we got feedback that it was the worst thing they've ever been to. They don't know what we're trying to do. Not at all. I mean, everything was, this was different. It's inside. It's air conditioning. It's the middle of central Florida. This is fantastic. My Mm -hmm. favorite
0: criticism that we got was the ones where people come up and qualify what Mm -hmm. they're going to say. Right, right, right. Hey, um, have you thought about this? Mm -hmm. We had a great time. And they can't wait to come back right so um and I'll, I'll i'll name drop a little bit so um john and tiffany McHugh, they are part of the uh souza family okay of of customers and you know every bike shop's got kind of like their own little orbit of uh personalities that that, that kind of orbit around the shop and john and tiffany had a bike in the show and they were very supportive and and i i hope they hear this and i hope they know how much i appreciate them and their constructive criticism because we saw them a few weeks afterwards excuse me uh we had dinner with them and she was really nice about she said can i ask she asked me if she could give me some constructive criticism Mm -hmm. which usually means you're going to get some good constructive criticism right right because they've thought about it they thought not only have they thought about what they're going to tell you but they've thought about how they want to tell it to you Mm -hmm. and so when she when she said that i'm like absolutely please and you know she was like i really feel like it needs to be a two-day show well we're on it you know when you can take that away from it and you know and show people that we've listened and um i'm I'm super stoked about that you know if that to me that is i have to be honest with you and tell you that you know there's a little selfish part of me that just really wants to have a motorcycle show in lakeland right you know, I mean, it, it allows it, it allows me to kind of you know stick my chest out a little bit mm-hmm. and um, and kind of you know in in brag a little bit that the community that we that we live in has a good motorcycle yeah. show and it's going to continue to have one going forward.
1: Yeah, and I think honestly, I look back and I mean. I don't have any crazy tattoos. I don't have a bike. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not we can see, <laughs> but you know, you know, I got involved with this with you and, and i become a fan. I've talked to you and I'm like, God, man, I think I need to get a bike. Like, yeah. Awesome. Right? But I look at it and I vision, you know, I'm always a down the road type of guy. And I look back and I see what we're doing and I'm in the moment, but then I look back and I'm like, man, 20 years from now, this show's still rocking and rolling. And it's two, three, four times the size it is. I can look back and go, I remember when we started that and look at this now.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, everything I do, that's one of the things that I do, you know, even, even the way that Karen and I raised our girls was get them to a certain point to where they can, we can turn them loose on the world mm-hmm. and kind of, that's a feather in our cap to yep. see, see where they go. So I treat my business like a child, I yep. treat, you know, in, in a good way mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm treating the show, everything I do. That's the other thing that everybody has to understand that when I am involved with the show Everything I'm doing is so that I have the option to step away. And and let me qualify that by if somebody with better ideas and better means mm-hmm. comes along. You know, uh my buddy Mike from England, he 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 and I we we go back and forth and back and forth about history and things and politics and one of the things that I always took away from a conversation that he said was that Winston Churchill wasn't the best prime minister they ever had. But he was the best prime minister that – he was the prime minister they needed mm-hmm. when World War II was going on. Because right. he was prime minister before and then wasn't and then came right. back in right. because he was the guy for the job, right? So when I'm not the guy for the job anymore, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we do – that everything we do, we don't bulldog it to a point to where nobody wants to take it from us. I right. would love – how how cool would it be Let's – let's not even look at 20 years. Let's look at – let's say five years – or ten years yep. where we're going to that show and somebody else is is worrying about the things we worry about right, exactly. and making the things happen that right. we're making happen and growing the show and God knows what motorcycles will look like in another ten years and exactly. probably all be electric. They'll probably mm-hmm. all fly. You know, it'll be the Jetsons or something. But yep.
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah.
0: it's a it's it when I that's the kind of stuff that makes me happy. Right. When I think about, you know, um a, Doing that and making that happen. Yeah.
1: And it's, and to see people there, you know, <gasps> you say like five years, ten years. To see right. five, six thousand people there enjoying something that is crafted and still carrying on the way that, you know, our vision, the way we wanted to do it, to do it right. And it's still a success. And somebody else, they can be running. They can do their thing. Well, how about seeing some of the same people? Yeah. You know, a guy that maybe, um,
0: or a girl, uh, that built their bike and brought it to us, you know, in year two. And then you know, brought it back in year three because they changed something or, you know, or built a different bike or whatever to see. How about, I'll give you a good example of that. Kyle Ray. Yes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Perfect example. That kid is, he's so funny. He was just, uh, did you hear him? Uh, he was just on Jace's podcast. Like, Oh, a week was ago. he I didn't see that. And you know, he's like, Oh, he's so all shucks yeah. about what he does. And it's he's like amazing. He doesn't even realize yeah. it. And that's the, that's the beauty of him. Not ama-
1: Not, not understanding it is that, he's uber talented yeah you know and to me you know obviously he for those who don't know he won our won our award last year and you know best of show um named after dad and and well deserved and for me someone new getting into bikes you know friends of mine that i had there people that are getting into this people are looking you can look at his bike and go holy smokes he's only 25 right crazy. He might not th- even be 25. And we just posted one what, yesterday, his new build or one that he's...
0: Yeah, that Dyna. <sighs> Crazy. And you know, he, he that bike, what's funny about that bike is, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to Instagram and file uh, follow Kyle Ray Rice or go to our CF Wheels of Steel page on Instagram and you'll see, we've posted it a couple times. Uh, there's a kid in Sarasota. His name is Kyle Ray Rice. He is a fabricator by trade. Um, He's... he's self-taught but he is he did receive some uh some fundamental you know like some real what is, what's the right word i'm looking at structured training some you know curriculum Stru- based just a
1: strong foundation in a lot yeah of i mean things. but he went to a school yeah. and
0: structure had some structured learning for uh welding but he can't bring himself the thing i like about him he can't bring himself to buy a motorcycle part, right Right. He just can't do it. Yeah. It's like for him, he wants to make it or he'll just leave it alone. Yeah. And so he basically built um, the bike he won our show with last year. And what we're talking about is my father, Richard Hallman, Rick Hallman, um, was a motorcycle builder when I was a little kid, as early as I can remember, in our basement, in our living room, in Detroit, growing up sold his motorcycle in 1981 so that we could move to texas because of the economy in in detroit and didn't end up with another motorcycle for a few years bought a motorcycle found a motorcycle chained to a tree in conroe texas (laughs) hauls it home gets it running rides it for a couple weeks figures out all the little idiosyncratic problems going on with it and so this was in 1984. so to to, to put that into context, that was in 1984. The Evo was just coming out in 85. So the latest and greatest technology was the shovelhead mm-hmm. motorcycle that my dad had. And some guy had just kind of let it sit for a while. It was a 79. <clears throat> and he brings it home, blows it apart, paints it himself. And I know that you know my memory is, is I have a very good memory of, of certain things. Perfect paint job. You were alive in 84? Yeah, I was I alive. That old. Yeah, yeah, I'm a lot right. um old. Perfect paint job. Like, show quality right, paint right. job. Like, perfect build. Puts the thing together. Rides it for a while. Um, we decide to move back to Michigan. He comes home back to Michigan. Has to sell it for whatever reason here or there whatever. Doesn't have a motorcycle again for a few years gets another one, long story short. My dad was always a motorcycle builder and then we started the shop in 03. So we decided to name. The one thing I asked for when we started this show and uh, I this is the one thing that I will champion for to be a long-term deal mm-hmm. if this show has any chance of, of, of ongoing in perpetuity is that my dad, that, that Legacy Award still gets named after my dad. But So Best in Show winner last year, was Kyle Ray Rice with his, he did an FXR. They put a shovel head in and just, it's all wrong, but it's
1: perfect. Well, you know, and I well, the thing I love about, I mean, obviously it's for your dad, which, you know, I lost my dad a few years ago too. So I, I got to respect that, but that, you know, your dad's vision of, you know, hand making parts and, and, and having a beautiful bike right. and having a piece of art and something that, you know, you put your hands on everything on that bike. And, and that's what we seeked out to be the winner this year you know and and brian berterra made our trophy well yeah well, well that was the thing Another i great wanted example. It to be i wanted when we when we chose
0: our mantra of motorcycles as art straight out of the mm-hmm. game that was one thing that we decided motorcycles as art i want this to be an artist award because i didn't want it to be on a judge's rubric mm-hmm. i wanted this to be we pick somebody to build a trophy they decide who they want to give it to. We yep. pick an artist to build a trophy, right? Mm-hmm. They decide who they want to give it to. Right. That person who wins it, you know, artists can recognize art, like well, you know, and you, you know, and they real buy. recognizes real art, recognizes art, right? Yep. So Brian, he he pulled me off to the side. He's like, "Hey, man, he was Brian is such a sweetheart of a guy. He's like, uh, he, you know, I need to know. He built this beautiful trophy. He's like." I need to know what what would your dad pick, and I said, "Well, my dad, my dad's rule was no part untouched." Right. He goes, "I got it," yep. and as soon as he said, "As soon as he said, I got it," because I didn't spend much time with him that day. We, you and I, were running around with right. the chickens, with our think. head cut off. I was making sure that the cycle stop booth was taken care of. I was making sure that our builders were taken care of. Um, I knew who when when he said that. I knew who he had picked, and uh, so the deal is you win you have to agree to build the trophy for next year right. you have to agree to come here next year and you have to agree to pick yep. the builder next year
1: you know and and obviously i i met brian through the show you knew brian uh him and i ended up having a mutual friend but seeing when i saw the trophy i mean and for those who haven't seen it go to our facebook page um our, our instagram oh, too instagram yeah, has instagram it also. and cf uh, cfwheels of steel.com has it on there in our media gallery you look at his trophy and it's like, God, that's amazing. And, and as soon as I saw his trophy, and knew that he was the artist, if you will, that was going to be choosing your dad's award, right? I'm like, well, this is going to be good because that's art. I mean, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, you know, Brian has the distinction. Um, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll I'll talk a little out of school here and tell you, because I'm pretty proud that we have in Lakeland. We have several. Well, you know, Eric has since moved. Eric from FNA Cycles used to be across the street from where we're sitting right now. Oh, no Okay, was, yeah, okay right I didn't here. know that. So, but and that's where I met him. Well, I met him at a bike night, but I mean, that's where his shop was when I met him. And so he works out of Plant City now, but it's he's still he's born and raised here in Lakeland. And so we have La- we have him in Lakeland. We've got Brian Butera. We've kind of. Where we're positioned, we, we're in kind of a neat a neat place where we have a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why we have the quality of artists that we have. I think an, an era, or an area rather, uh, lends itself to the kind of people that, that orbit around that area. If you, it makes any sense. Right, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, <clears throat> it makes sense that certain bands are from Boston because of the way Boston is certain bands are from Detroit because that's the way Detroit is. So it really lends itself to we're right. You know, besides being in the middle of Florida, or at least on the I four corridor between Orlando and Tampa, we also have some, some pretty talented individuals here. And I'll talk out of school with Brian and say that he's kind of, he's not all shucks, Mm -hmm. but he plays the all shucks role pretty well. Mm-hmm. He keeps his head down, and he's he's working his ass off, and he's gonna be one of those dudes that if Brian ever wakes up one day and says, "You know what? I'm not doing another motorcycle thing. Brian will have left a dent in yeah. Yeah. in that you know there's guys that you've never even heard of that i I would kill to have Jim Nazi at our show mm-hmm. like if we could like have a budget to to hire somebody to come across the country and bring their their stuff. Yep. You never even heard of Gymnasi, nah. have you? Mm-mm. That dude right there has weathered every storm. Has been around as long as Jesse James. Yep. And is so freaking talented, dude, that if I showed you his bike, you'd be like, "Wow." I mean, your jaw would hit the floor. Everything he does like, you know, the big baggers with the big sweeping, right. you know, a hundred percent of the work that he does is in sheet metal, uh, no fiberglass. I mean, that's the kind of dude And his bikes. I couldn't even tell you what his bikes could probably go for $150,000 still to this day. Yep. But that dude's not out on Instagram talking smack. He doesn't clown He's on nobody. His bikes speak the, the language. Dude, he just, all he does is work. Yeah. All he does is work. Yep. He works his tail off. You know, I would love to get a guy like that. To come to our show, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I don't know what it would cost, but a guy like that is uber talented. Well, that's the kind of ilk that Brian's made of. Yeah, Brian yeah. will make Brian will make everything in his shop behind his house here in downtown Lakeland. Yep. just to make it work, you know. And I love stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he
1: was a guy that you know they did a what was it Bay News Nine did the special on him or
0: Bay News Nine did. He's been in every major publication that is either still around or not even around. He's been to Dubai with his Mm -hmm. bike. He's been to uh, Geneva or um, I think it's Geneva, Switzerland. Is that, is Geneva in Switzerland? Okay. So he's been to Switzerland with his bike. I mean, the dude's been around the world and he's only been doing motorcycles for a few years. Yeah. And when you talk to him, he's like, yeah, he goes, you know, he's as surprised as, as someone like me is. Like, I'm not surprised that he's been where he's been based on his work. I'm just surprised that some dude just out of freaking nowhere mm-hmm. shows up with this much talent. He's it's the like, guy Ben, man.
1: You know, obviously, I met him. He was at our show. We made our trophy, all that. And then I see him on whatever, you know, news station that's doing the report on this. And then and I'm, you know, they're at his little shop doing his thing. And I'm looking at his welds and I'm like, that alone blows my mind. You know, never mind the finished bike. I'm just looking at welds and I'm like, that is nuts. Well, you know, his bikes,
0: both of his bikes have stainless steel frames, right? Which that's a totally different set of rules of engagement of how you structurally engineer stainless mm-hmm. so all of that stuff is polished then bent then welded then polished so um, the, the, the it's so laborious it's not mm-hmm. even funny you know i mean the stuff that he does is is extremely extremely laborious and and, and, and you know And he deserves every accolade. But look at the finished product. I mean, it's unbelievable. And on top of that, he's, he's really a fun guy to hang out with. We had dinner with him and, uh, we had dinner with him and his girl, Tina in, um, in Daytona. And I don't know if you've even, if you've even heard what happened in Daytona. So we get to Daytona on Sunday, uh, Due to some scheduling issues that I had, I, I couldn't I couldn't get there any sooner than Sunday, so we get there Sunday, we get set up and everything, and you know he's like, hey, he's like, uh, you know, we don't have our own booths. And I'm like, I don't I don't care, you know, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a more the merrier kind of guy. Like, you know, we're all there to have a good time, yep. and the group of people that I'm professionally associated with, the Handmade Lot, um, we're a bunch of guys that in 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 you know that we we're we're thankful to have the kind of shine that we have. Does right. that make any sense? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean we're not trying to be Jesse James. We're not you know, we know where we stand. Yep. Like yep. I guess that's the thing is we know where we stand. Mm-hmm. You know, I know where I know what my role is in this industry. And so I was like, okay, we're sharing a booth. That's fine. And so we were hanging out in that and then Monday, Tuesday, I think Karen came over Tuesday night and we had dinner. Well, Mike, my friend from England, Gets food poisoning, not alcohol. Anything like straight up. (laughs) We went to this really nice steakhouse. There was like twelve or thirteen of us. He eats raw oysters, and dude, and we're sharing a hotel room. And my wife is like, "I'm telling you right now, he's getting sick. If he's really like, she think it's the flu, Uh and." That was when the COVID nineteen thing starting. just people were starting to talk about it. She's like, "I swear to God," she goes, "We'll get a different hotel room." I'm she goes, "I'm gonna be so, so nasty about that." I was like, and it ended up being, he was fine. He was he was up all night, but I had shared some of those oysters with him, and I was thinking, I uh-huh. do not need to be in the situation that he's in right now. At least it oh, wasn't oh. the Rona. The Rona didn't. No, come. it wasn't the Rona. <laughs> So, um, no, we had, a, we had a good time. We had a good showing for that. And I think that um, we need to look at, this is just me thinking out loud, look at uh, our Wheels of Steel crew after we get our show off and in, in, in handled in December. Look at having some sort of something over there. Yeah. I think we should either pair up with Jeff mm-hmm. and participate in his show, which yep. was fantastic, yeah, you by said the that. way. I really, I think you know. I you, I need to get you on two
1: wheels. Yep. And I need to get you over there. You would have a such a riot. Yeah. I you know I was supposed to come over too, and I was excited to meet Jeff because I haven't actually met him in person yet, and I was so excited. I forget what happened. I didn't make it over. But you've been busy lately. Yeah. the The sheriff's office is catching. They, they keep me busy. Running, that's for sure. Running
0: around. Um. So, as far as an itinerary for for this coming for this coming show, we've got. We were supposed to have the show like we said. Two weeks or two months from today basically uh well from
1: yesterday yeah, from yesterday yep
0: right so we've the good thing is is we've got an extra how many months six months yeah, now we got six months to we got six do it months. Up all even better we don't even need i mean without if we keep the same level of energy going that we have right now the same level of trajectory mm-hmm. we're going right now um we should be able to hit this thing pretty hard. Yeah,
1: I mean, we we were excited for June coming up. We were hitting the mark. I mean, we were, we, we stuff was falling into place. We were doing right, and then we were obviously hesitant to have to put off. But then once the decision was made, and we decided it was the right decision, and and can we talk for a sec about why we made that decision? Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, so I can tell you that I think I, I was the one that I I know I'm the one that initiated it. I was I was at home. It was a couple weeks ago, and I was just i did i i don't remember if i reached i generally speaking i will reach out with you first right to find out so that i don't get told that i'm being verbose <laughs> or uh it. being aggressive and have i ever I told
1: you like, you're out of control no i'm like you're no
0: generally you tell me that you're just glad it's me not you <laughs> <laughs> True. True story. <laughs> but so I, I i was thinking in the morning i'm like you know what let's just be the let's let's be proactive instead of reactive instead of trying to fit our uh agenda in where it fits let's let's be the the folks that say "Hey, look we want to have a quality event so let's let's be the first people to go into mm-hmm. the RP funding center management and say hey what kind of dates do you have available yeah December mm-hmm. because I know and to be fair Tony I didn't want to do anything in August August is shot yep September is getting ready for uh, the the Tennessee uh, Excuse me the Tennessee Motorcycle and Music Revival that yep. we go to. Yep. And then you have Biketoberfest at the end of October, November. There's not really a whole lot going on, but you do have a you do have a um, pretty significant um, holiday there between Veterans Day. This is an election year. I mm-hmm. mean, taking that into consideration, then yep. you have Thanksgiving. I thought you know what. We do it in December. We have some benefits. Yep. We have snowbirds down here, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that bring their motorcycles down here to snowbird.
1: Well, you know, and the part I like that we we talked about in our group is, you've got all these people that are coming out, they're supporting us. I mean, obviously they're supporting their business. They're they're into the the um, show we're putting on, but they're you know they're also supporting a charity and they're doing a thing, and we're approaching them and we're asking for money we're asking for you know we want to have a good raffle we want to be able to raffle off items we want to have giveaways we want to do this stuff and a lot of them committed resources time money to us already verbally but hadn't got there well they're being affected by what's going on too and you know i really what i appreciated the most was not putting them in the position of hey you told us you'd give us this so we realized times are tough but we still want all that
0: yeah i didn't even you know that's such a tough tough thing and and I do want to give a shout out to, of course, Geico. They've been with us all right, the way through. through and they, through. you know, they've already they've already made their commitment, and they've assured us that we're good with them, and they're good with us. But um, my buddy Jeff Zielinski up at uh, he owns NAMS's Nams Lighting yep. and, or Nams Electric and Electric Lighting, and he also owns Badlands. That guy has been. I can't even thank him enough. Yeah. I can't wait to see him the next oh, time I see him. We went him to Fort Worth,
1: and we, we, we went to the NAMS booth down there and talked. And
0: Yeah, when you walk up to somebody that you've made good friends with and and then you ask them for something, yep, it's – I hate mm-hmm. doing that. Yep, You know, like uh, I, what was the movie that was like monetize all your friendships? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. There was a movie where that was like the mantra yep. in it, you know? And I'm not trying to do that. And when you have a guy like Jeff Zielinski who is – first off, he's a hamster. Mm-hmm. so he understands benevolence right he understands where that goes yeah. he understands how how critical that is but he was like he was almost like yeah of course I'll do right. you know and he right. wants to come to the show and that and and so and so i, I and and you're right our vendors i'm going to be honest with you this bike shop hasn't seen any decline right now mm-hmm. i mean we're considered essential cuz we're motorcycle vehicle repair so we've been here we've been we've been you know forging ahead and Mm -hmm. doing all the things you need to do. But there's a lot of businesses that aren't,
1: man. No. I I mean, you drive by these restaurants, it makes me, it breaks my heart. And and you know what got me is, I mean, there's, you think about the obvious, the restaurants, the, you know, waiters, waitresses, chefs, managers, all that kind of stuff. Think about some of the retail stores. There's so much other stuff you don't think about. I mean, you, you, (laughs) go ahead. I was just going to tell you, I am,
0: um, I'm a habitual Ross and Marshalls. Oh, Shopper. really? Yeah. Dude. Oh, oh I don't kidding? see that. Yeah, absolutely. I love a good deal. So, do you
1: get your your Reebok pumps there? And yeah, that's yeah. where I got these Reeboks. <laughs> so
0: I'm a I'm I am I go to those stores like religiously, right? And and this is how this will make you laugh. This is how weird I am about it. I go to the one here in Lakeland, mm-hmm. and I find something I like. And I'm like, I go to the one in Plant City, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, I, and I buy all of them that they have. And then I'll go up to the one in North Lakeland and get them. Now, I can tell you there's a couple things that I've bought recently from Ross and Marshalls. And I I, I plan it out. I, I know right where to go. I know how to figure it out. If they got it, if they don't have it, I just move on. But, yeah. Do you use coupons?
1: You bring coupons? I, I will never.
0: I'm never a coupon guy. Ever. <laughs> never a coupon guy. That's funny. But I love a good deal. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so... Um, Right. I go, but the Marshalls and Rosses are all closed right now. Right, and I'm thinking, okay, so let's 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 parse that out. Mm-hmm. Those folks that work there, they're not necessarily high income earners, right? And they're not working, right? That's that bothers me. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, like I've told Karen, I'm like, we're eating out uh, four or five nights for lunch and for yeah, dinner yeah and you know what i i keep telling her i'm like i i realize it's expensive
1: yep but paying it forward we,
0: you know the curbside service here or whatever mm-hmm. and we're trying different things because you go to the uber eats app and it has like yep. you know you i've never ordered from yep. i had a i had a uh, sushi burrito last night mm-hmm. not gonna lie dude it was pretty good so as good as the impossible burger you eat Well, I don't need any. I mean, I I don't want to put your business (laughs) out there. Hey, listen, uh, you don't need to put me on blast. I I did try the Impossible Whopper quite a few times. Uh, The last time I ordered. Got to cut it in half. Got to get it cut in half. The last time that I ordered it was the time that you were clowning on me while I happened to order it while I was on the phone with you. Fantastic. And you go, wait, 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 wait. Did you just order an Impossible Whopper? And ask him to cut it in half. And ask him to cut it in half. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. I see where you're going with that. I'm <laughs> but, not gonna say anything more, but I'm not I don't order any more impossible whoppers. All right,
1: good. But you know, you bring up the point about supporting the local restaurants and you know, we'll talk yeah, you and I have been over there cigar yeah, life cigar across life. the way here. Yeah. And those guys, you know, initially you know, they're not a bar, they're a retail establishment that you can smoke a cigar there. So they were right. good in the beginning and then they said no alcohol, so that's not a big part of their business. They weren't too stressed, so they shut down the bar portion of it and people could still buy, but what I watched happen with them is, I mean, number one, you got guys that like cigars that were scared they weren't going to be able to get them, so they were stocking up. <laughs> right. But you had people that would genuinely go in, in there. I mean, I went in there a couple of times just to throw them a bone and, and, you know, cheer them up and give them a little biz- business, this and that. And and I watched a lot of people that hang out at that place, support that place, come out and do that. And then I watched them pay it forward, you know, eating out at restaurants and, and tipping people and doing their thing because they were trying to support other businesses that are trying to make it by. And, right. and there's just so many. I mean, you know I've got – a big interest in the comedy world and yeah. a lot of friends that do comedy and all that. And, you know, I don't even think about those people, but you think about comedians, their schedules are gone and they're not making any money.
0: Entertainers. You know, if you're not, if you don't have a podcast that gets uh, right. a million subscribers to where you're making right, money, you're done. On, you're, yeah. You're, you're done. You've
1: got people whose calendars them, yeah. are cleared for two months, three until they don't know when. Well, and know?
0: then everything's going to start back up. Right. right. And right. then yeah, I, 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 I do, I do agree with, with that. And that's why we're, we're doing what we're doing. You know, I'll give you another good example. My barber. Yep. yeah. So the barber shop that I go to, I go to every two weeks. I sit down on the chair. They, He knows what to do. Mm-hmm. I, he doesn't ask any questions. He doesn't talk too much. Yep. He doesn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> I can relax, get taken care of what I need to get taken care of. But he uh, he called me the other day. He's like, hey, man, they closed the shop. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be honest with you. I, I had him come here. Yeah. And That's I had it. him come here and take care of me. And then I had uh, my buddy come here and had him take care of him too, right? And you know, I don't, I don't know what my buddy paid him, but I paid him a little bit more than I'm paying him normally Mm -hmm. at the shop because,
1: man, dude, he's hurting. Yeah, you know, I thought, and I forget who it was. You know, there's some cool stuff. I was gonna get you a haircut, but you don't. My guy's good. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's great. But they, uh, you know, and. They're doing some cool things like this together at home, you got all these, you know, musicians doing concerts in their family room right. and talking. And who was it? It was one of the guys I was watching yesterday. It was it was a big name too. I don't remember who it was, but he he gave the suggestion. Um, he's like, You know what? He goes, You have a barber? He goes, You have some business that's closed? He goes, Why don't you do the right thing? Call him up and go, Hey man, you know I'm gonna be in to see you every two weeks. How about I prepay you for a couple months?
0: Right. I thought that was brilliant. I'm no, like, yeah, no, man, that's throw them a bone, do that, absolutely. And, they'll, and they'll make
1: good when they open back up. You know no,
0: exactly. Well, shout out to Cycle Source Magazine too. I don't know. Did you catch the virtual motorcycle rally on Saturday? No, I didn't. They had a virtual motorcycle rally. No kidding. They had a bike show. Yeah. They had concerts. Really? They had an MC. The that's whole deal. Cool. It was that's fantastic. Awesome. They had Jack Shit. Was a guy who's a professional motorcycle MC. Chris and Heather Callen are two of the sweetest human beings that have ever, ever walked the earth. These folks, um, they own cycle source magazine. So you can check them out on, on Instagram and you can still, Chris is still printing magazines. God love them. And, uh, Xavier Muriel from Providence cycle works. He was part of the deal. Everybody, everybody kind of pitched in and, and participated and watched online and they judged You sent a picture into your bike and they judged it and they had, it was, it was, it was making uh, a silk purse out of a sow's ear, and yeah. nobody in this planet can do it like Chris Callen. Right. Chris Callen's fantastic. I really, really, really want to have him on this podcast, and I really, really, really want to have him come to our show. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we were already talking about that, and they were wanting to participate and everything, and then, you know, obviously with the dates that are being changed and that, I think it'll actually make it easier for that to happen. Yeah, yep. Because our show's going to be in December, So let's talk about what, let's talk about what Florida is in December. Snowbirds. Snowbirds. Yeah, but it's. And cool
1: weather. Mild temperatures. our cooler weather. No
0: humidity. Mm -hmm. It's nice out. You can go for a ride. Not a lot of rain. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And so um, let's go through like an itinerary. What we're talking about. We're talking about Friday night is going to be. So the Polk County Early Learning Coalition who is the beneficiary of our uh, efforts. Um, they make sure that all kids, regardless of um, family situation or financial situation, get voluntary pre-kindergarten.
1: Right. That's one of their big programs.
0: They also have a nursing program for unwed, underage mothers that takes you all the way from, um, what are the in utero, mm-hmm. all the way through? to five years of age and you have a nurse practitioner that, that stays in contact with you and make sure you have what you need. Make sure you have the information that you require. Basically make sure that you're being taken care of all the way through the scope of that. That, Um, so that's where, um, that's where all of the funds from, from, from our show go. And so, we're doing the, I lost my train of thought there, trying to parse out that, that nurse thing. We were saying, what were we saying on the, um, prior to that? The VPK. So you have the, the yeah, the, the VPK and the pre-kindergarten, all that stuff is, is why the, the, the coalition is there. But we're doing, why we're doing our, I totally lost my train of thought there. I was thinking about it. Well, you you were working too, towards
1: one of the other events that we're kind of putting together. Yeah, with our that's event right. This year. So
0: that's what I was trying to talk about. So there's a couple of different fundraising. autumn here. Yeah, right. I Oof. know I would have lost that. There's, there is, um, like we talked about earlier, they have to raise their own money. Right. So we've decided to take their big event, their other big event that they do, which is a black tie gala. Right. And parlay that onto the Friday night. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do. Uh, basically two fundraisers in one weekend. Right, right. Right, so you have the local fundraiser that is the gala.
1: And the gala, I don't know how long the gala's been going on, but, you know, you and I attended last year. It's about four years. Year, and it's been very successful. Yeah, you hung me out to dry. Thanks. Yeah, we we had a good time last year.
0: Yeah, but you did hang me I out to dry. I did hang me out to dry. you, it. you it was really, pure entertainment, horrible, horrible. You made me be the auctioneer. It was very entertaining. But uh, I thought it was pretty good Yeah, my, it went well.
1: You know? It went well.
0: Those Those people were... The people that attended last year, I don't think they had any idea. I, I was being pretty dry, and and they weren't they weren't picking up on my humor. I was really doing that to humor you and Karen.
1: Right, it was that fantastic. was Because I, I kept looking over to
0: you on the side, and you're just <laughs> so
1: I was happy, man. You had a good. Cheshire grin as
0: wide as can be. But so <clears throat> Friday night, they we're gonna do like a black tie preview of the event, right? And then Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Right into the show. Right into the show. So we're going to have uh, Friday Friday night that gala gets over around 9. Hopefully we'll go downtown. Yep. Have some good times. What is the name of that cigar bar downtown that you and I went to? Uh, the Loft. Guys? The
1: Loft. loft okay. Yep.
0: Went there. They had that little jazz band yeah, there. Yeah, little
1: jazz band playing. <laughs> cool little place.
0: That was a strong night. Yep, it was. I can't even remember.
1: Before that, we were at the Federal.
0: We were at the Federal. Yep right and then we were having a good time there and then we decided to finish the night down at the loft i miss i miss those days tony yes i do what was that what was that two months ago ago. we need to do that again that was fun it
1: see that's that's the
0: that's the the light in uh the beacon of light that's in all of the stuff that's going on right now Is i know for a fact Mm -hmm. that as soon as this is all over with
1: i think people are going to be out in in in, oh yeah bigger numbers oh um i'm Listen, I'm itching. I'm ready to go. I need I need to go somewhere. I need to go have a drink. I need to go enjoy myself. Yeah, I mean, Karen Karen said
0: she's like, I have never cooked this much. Mm-hmm. Our daughter has said, you know, we have a daughter that's been married a year and a year and four months. She's like, I've never cooked this much uh-huh. in my whole life. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a very interesting thing. It's I mean crazy. If we can talk about like uh we can talk about that a little bit. I mean, this is kind of one of those things generationally where most generations have them. We can say, hey, you know, this was the 9 the 11. Right, right. This was the. Yeah,
1: we got a couple, but.
0: The space shuttle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're not, neither one of us are old enough to remember the Kennedy situation. Right. Neither one of us are old enough, to be fair, to remember the Nixon right. situation, although I was alive when that happened. But this is definitely something that we can learn from as human beings. Well, you know, I read
1: a thing, it was, uh, granted, it was like a meme, but. The other day they said, Anybody have those grandparents that do crazy stuff and they go, Well, they grew up during the Great Depression, so she doesn't talk about it. They said, We're in that generation where they're gonna say, Why is mom wiping down all the Ziploc bags of Clorox wipes? And they're gonna say, yeah, she's the coronavirus era. She doesn't talk about it. But it's true. I mean there's no, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, there's that.
0: things that are gonna they're gonna and I look at my, my daughters who are both in their mid twenties or well, early twenties one and mid-20s the other. And I think they're going to take something away from this. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have you have four children, right? Right. So they're going to take something oh, away from course, this. Oh, of course, yeah. Likely, being that all of your children are in their teens, they're mm-hmm. not going to take away what you we would hope they would, right? Right. Right. <laughs> well, you know, and I'll
1: be honest, my daughter, she just started a job. She just started working at Publix, you right. know, big company here in Lakeland and all over the Southeast, or I think they made it up to Virginia now, but you know, huge, well-known company, and she just started her first job at Publix, and it you know, I was proud of her and excited for her. It's her first job. It's a big deal. And her first thing was, eh, I'm going to be around a lot of people. I don't know. You know, and she's doing fine and whatever. She's sure. not crazy about it. But to think that's a concern, I'm like, what is going on? I, you know, I don't know how to parse that out. Um, yeah, I
0: can remember. So if you, if you if, if I think back to my very first job that I had, you know, other than cutting lawns, I can remember I, I used to – I wanted to have a business so bad mm-hmm. that I would take other people's business cards and I would trace them out on card stock. Right. So I knew the right size. Uh-huh. And then I would put Jayco, J-A-Y-C-O, Lawn Care. That's right, awesome. With my with my phone number. Yeah. And so those were the those were the cards that I'd hand out to my neighbors. And really at, at 11, 12, right. 13, I needed to cut – Four yards a week mm-hmm. at ten to twenty bucks a yard, and yep. I, I thought I was a baller. You were killing it. <laughs> and in nineteen eighty five, I right. was, I was kind of balling, having fifty to sixty bucks a week to blow. I mean, uh-huh. what am I buying? I'm, how many Hot Wheels cars <laughs> could you buy back then for fifty <laughs> right. or sixty bucks, right? But I, I always, I always wanted. I was always entrepreneurial. But uh, I moved back to Michigan and worked for my grandfather, who was an electrical contractor, made decent money with him, but. It, I don't know, it didn't feel like a real job, so I went and got a job at at Dairy Queen, which was across the street from my house. Mm-hmm. 335 an hour. Oh. Yep. God. I one of them one of them Brazier shirt, you know, the Dairy Queen yep. shirts at the, you know, and of course, it had a permanent like strip across the chest mm-hmm. from where the, the, the blizzard machine would would <laughs> pepper <laughs> me with, with ice cream as that I a pulled tip it down. Rate?
1: 335 an hour plus tips or no was it straight it was
0: straight 335 oh. an hour god that's how old i am yeah that's I, I 14 years old i lied and got my so in michigan you had to get working papers you had mm-hmm. to go to your counselor and you had to get like the papers. yeah yeah, yeah. well i just put that my birth date was a year older than what i was and i mean they didn't have they didn't check nobody checked nothing right. Right. So I could have been sewing like uh Nike shoes in China, you know what I mean? <laughs> One of right. those kind of deals, but I was making ice cream and making sure I got the little curly Q mm-hmm. on the top of the ice cream cone correctly That's and right. handed the blizzard upside down yeah. out the, out the drive through window. But I'd never thought things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think the world is such a giant place that it's, especially with social media
1: it it would be a little scary if I was a young person mm-hmm. right now. Well and the problem, and I'm not I'm not saying that there aren't concerns and people don't need to take precautions and there's people at risk and this and that, but as this thing developed, I you know, I watched from the outside watching different people react to it and it was almost like everything was a reaction. Nobody wanted to be that person that didn't take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, we're gonna shut down this. Well then we need to shut down this. Oop or we're going to put a curfew. Oh, we got to do a curfew. Or, oh, we're going to stop. And it was like everybody was falling Everyone wanted to fall follow- because nobody wanted to be. And, and I saw it here locally with our different events where stuff was getting canceled. And there were some big events getting canceled. And there were some events that said, we're going to keep going. We're going to roll. I said, no, you're not. No, you're not because you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that group, that woman that makes a decision to go. And then, God forbid, there's a positive case. Nobody wants to be that person. And I think there's a lot of times nowadays that happens where especially in this thing, they don't. nobody wants to be the, the fall guy.
0: Well, you know, early on in, in the whole COVID-19 thing, and I'll be honest with you, I was very
1: cynical. Mm-hmm. I, I was very cynical. I find that surprising. And, yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. We've only been friends a year and a half. <laughs> I, cynicism is one of my many talents. Um, but I was being extremely cynical, and I was like, you know, I'm glad that COVID-19 wasn't wrong when I was a little kid because my mom would have made me go down the street and play with the awkward kid who got sick no matter what happened so that I came home with it and got it out of the way. Right. Because I swear to God I'll get her on the phone right now. That's what she did with chicken pox. Mm -hmm. Right. The kid down the street got chicken pox. I couldn't tell you this kid's name. I never played with him. He wasn't a friend of mine, but she heard he had chicken pox. She sent my sister and I down there to play with this kid. Make sure that we got chickenpox, mm-hmm. so we both had it at the same time. Get it she, done. Uh, my mom was, and when you think about it, it's brilliant, right? You know, you're not going to die from chickenpox. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a moderate inconvenience. If if it's a bad thing, the adults are going to get shingles, mm-hmm. but at least the kids will get it done. I'll get both of my kids knocked out out of the, yep. out of the way. She went and bought a couple things of calamine lotion mm-hmm. and knew she was going to have two kids with a fever, so she just didn't make any plans for about six
1: days. Yep. Yeah.
0: If COVID-19 was around when I was a kid, that's exactly what would have happened. My mother was a witch doctor, dude. Right. I mean, there hey. there. were look, there are witch doctors that have done less crazy shit, or less crazy stuff than my mom did. Yep. My mom, I had, uh, when I was a kid, I had my, the, the tubes in my ears didn't grow mm-hmm. and straighten out, so they had to put actual tubes right. in my ears. Mm-hmm. Well, for about a year, I had the worst. That's one of the only things I remember from being a child. Is my ear aches, and my mom would go, "Come here," and she would take a hit off her Merit One Hundred and go, and she would cut my ear and go, "No kidding." That was her treatment of my ear (laughs) aches, and as long as she was going, (laughs) and that hot air was going in my (laughs) ear with the smoke, Uh my ear didn't hurt. The instant she pulled away, my ear was going. No, no kidding. Oh yeah My mom was God
1: love my mom Because she's amazing Listen if you're the first Diagnosed case Of ear canal cancer We know what happened <laughs> We know exactly What happened And I'm going after your mom <laughs> You might be the first Case ever But that's happening Dude
0: I can remember So many things like that From my childhood My mom Straight up That was a treatment In my house That's hilarious That was that was a Diagnosis And a le- Legitimate That's mm-hmm. what, That's how we treat that
1: Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> That's funny. My mom
0: was a savage yeah. when it came to that stuff. That's good stuff. Oh, God. That was, there was that, and then uh, that was one of the treatments. And then she would put this nums it. You remember numbs mm-hmm. it? Yeah. She would put numbs it on your gums yep. if you had a toothache. Didn't matter why. she just mm-hmm. mm, put it on there. And you, <laughs> you could, do that taste. I remember what, what that tastes stuff like. tastes like. To this mm-hmm. day, and they probably haven't made numbs it in thirty yeah. years. The
1: other one I remember is you remember Kankophonique. Campo Phonique? Yeah, Campo Phonique. Yeah. I've oh. got some Campo Phonique. Oh, at I can house. still smell that stuff, taste that stuff. Oh yeah. That oh. has a unique yes, taste it to it, doesn't it? And I haven't probably tasted that, smelled it in years, but I can yeah. think it right now.
0: I have Campo Phonique at the house uh-huh. so I use it for bug bites. Oh no kidding. Yeah, because I get they I, still make it? Yeah, it's dude. It's for
1: what it's for canker sores, right? Well like, you can use like it. for Mouth that. sores or something like that. Yeah.
0: That, well that was Kanka. Okay. Do you remember Kanka? Yeah, oh yeah. Cancus for, for canker yep. sores, but Phonique they still make It's, it's got camphor oil in it. And I use it for bug bites oh. because I get, I'm wildly allergic yeah. to deer flies, yep. which they have down here. Mm-hmm. And my, if I get bit on the arm, it'll be the size of my leg. Right. <laughs> so I'll put that stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's crazy. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um. I guess we should probably get back to talking about the Wheels of Steel show. Yeah, we have, um, we've got a couple. Let's talk about the build off. What are we okay. going to do about the build off? Well,
1: so we mm-hmm. had a great idea and we were charging ahead with it, and then stuff happened. So, um, but we
0: do have one bike. Yep, we've got one bike for sure. And so we have six months. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we got this six month, uh, what I'll consider a furlough, right. right,
1: right, for all intents and purposes, I'm thinking.
0: If we can get this
1: happening, yeah, I was getting tight coming down to what we were doing with the timeline we had, and then we got that kind of gift of extra time, and I was like, eh, "There's a light at the end of the tunnel. We might be able to pull it off." So here's
0: here's here's what we're talking about. So we came up with the concept. Um, we were brainstorming on, on how to make. So we gave away a brand. So that you know, we gave away a brand new motorcycle last year. We yep. gave away a brand new Sportster. Yep, brand new motorcycle. And in yep. Arlen Ness motorcycles. God love them. Uh, Corey Ness and Steve Watkins and uh, my salesman over there um, helped us out with some some custom parts for it. Yep. And we put those on there, and it turned out great, and we gave that away. It was fantastic. Yep. We thought, let's do a build-off. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing a conventional build-off where we have two motorcycle shops pitted against each other, using all their money, all their resources, um, let's give them motorcycles. So our plan is, we're going to give. We're going to pick two motorcycle shops. Who we've picked both of them already. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to make this happen. Um, give them both a motorcycle, let them build it. Yep. They want to put a bunch of money into it. Great. They want to put a bunch of time into it. Great. They want to find somebody who's got, you know, oodles of cash to throw at it. That Go wants to it. own it. Go for it. Yep. But let's put it a hundred percent people's choice. Yep. Popular and- vote. When you show up with the motorcycle, we're going to give you a clear title. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that's the benefit. And whoever comes through that door, they get to go around, look at all the bikes, look at these two bikes, and they're each going to get a vote, and they put it to whoever they think the best Yeah, is. we
0: give everybody a ticket when they yep. walk in the door. Yep. So it's 100% fair.
1: It's 100%
0: people's choice. There's no lobbying. There's no – there's really not a, a – like, <clears throat> it's a vote, but it's, it's not like a – uh God, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it's it's just on the merit of their work, right? You know, it's again, it's like the the artist thing. Yep. It belongs to that artist award belongs to the artists. Yep, this belongs to the people that come in that pay the patrons that pay to get in. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I you agree. know if we can
1: pull it off. And so, but a, you know, in addition to that, so we're gonna have the build off there. But we're also gonna have a giveaway bike. Yeah, we are still gonna have yep, a giveaway still bike. Give yeah, a giveaway yeah.
0: Bike, yep. and we're giving away. I I guess. Can I tell them what it is? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a street glide, yep. isn't it? Yeah, is it 07 street glide? Um, I don't remember. I have to look in my. Uh, so we've partnered with a company called Rec Rides, and uh, we're going to. Um, well, let's see here. What is it? Doo, 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 doo. I'm going to pull it up. Rec Rides is a division of what
1: is I A A I A International uh, Auto, Auto Auctions, Auctions right? right?
0: International Auto Auctions. So. We're, um, that is a it's a subsidiary of that wreck rides, which is funny. It's not wrecked as in W right. R like E-C- recreational. I wish they would have thought of that. Didn't yeah. anybody say that? No, I know that's when
1: I first when he first told me with the name, I I thought I thought it was wreck
0: uh, wrecking rides mm-hmm. or you know wrecked rides like the rides that have already been wrecked. Yep, but in, which is essentially what most of these are. But <clears throat> these that's not what we're doing. It's wreck R E C like recreational rides. Yep, so but uh that would be that would be fan that would be fantastic we're trying to get this handled where we have two builders plus plus the bike that they've already committed to us they did commit a bike to us which mm-hmm. is I, i'm going to say it was, a, it was 2007 did you were you cc'd in all those emails yeah
1: i was and i know we were trying to figure out the
0: i know we seem completely un, unprepared but uh that's not the case we're actually talking about different things we have
1: staff that's actually looking up all this stuff for us right now yeah we're right trying to make yeah, it sound we're, we're big like we're time doing it. yeah we're that's big big time. a big deal yeah, it's a big deal we're kind of a big deal
0: um I'm, I'm looking at the emails now Julie can you look
1: into that <laughs> Julie. and I need another coffee too there's
0: there's no name Julie we're not drinking coffee either uh let's see here Png do it's do, do, do. funny all of the email links keep going back to uh, the ELC let's see here All right. Well, I'm reasonably certain that it is, in fact, a 2007 Street Glide, which will be customized by none other than myself and my staff here at Cycle Stop USA. So, we're going to be giving away that motorcycle, which I th- is, I'm pretty excited about that mm-hmm, too. Absolutely. You know, I've got some. I've, I've been kind of holding back some parts that I have here in in the shop to, to make that thing look wicked cool. Yep, absolutely. So, we could cool. That's a that's a cool. that, that's a that's a Boston, that's a Boston term. thing. We could piss. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, hit it, it harder. <laughs> What's not not So, um, so the only the, the other things that we haven't touched on is some of the criticisms were the pri- the ticket prices were right. a little high, and we worked on that. So, what did we do about that? So
1: last year we were at what, twenty dollars through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we set the ticket price at twelve dollars through the door, but we said ten dollars advanced t- at advance purchase. So you're getting in basically half the price um to get in you know if you buy online um through our website uh before the show and if you spend twenty dollars which is what you spent last year to get in you're getting in two days you're getting two days yep
0: so on and we're looking at also keep in mind too that i mean there's all those cool bars yep. downtown in lakeland that yeah, are some great restaurants. literally within walking distance. yeah right absolutely. if you wanted to walk we should look at maybe getting a shuttle but mm-hmm. It's within walking distance yeah, absolutely. for all and, intents and purposes. And we've already,
1: we've talked, and we've talked to the Chamber of Commerce, some different people in the city of Lakeland, and we're working to get some deals from some restaurants and bars downtown.
0: Isn't it Molly McBrown's? Molly McPhews. Molly McPugh's. McPugh's. Molly M- McHugh's It's yep. yep. the Irish pub. Yep. There is uh, Harry's Yep, seafood Harry's seafood's there. Fantastic southern-style seafood. There's yep. the chop house. The chop shop. Chop shop. Sorry. Chop, shop. chop, chop yep. shop. Yep, chop shop.
1: Yep. Burgers and... The loft, the cigar place you're talking is right there on that same yep. block.
0: There's the there's that there's um black and brew, black and brew best yep. coffee in town. Yep. There's tsunami. Yep, the the sushi place, the federal federal mojo, mojo's, mojos mojos mojos. Yep. Mohos. I don't. I, I, we need to get a clarification. Yeah, we'll that. talk to them. Yeah, we're gonna need to find out if it's mojos or mojos, mojos. <laughs> and uh, Mun Park. There's there's yeah. lots of cool stuff downtown. Yep. So, um, I think folks are gonna have an opportunity to. You know, Friday night afterward after the gala, I I wanna try to have some sort of a um uh, wrap up party. Mm-hmm. Yep. At in the back room in the VIP room right. at um an RP. Uh, well no with the Fed. Oh at the Fed, yeah. At the Fed, yeah year. in that yep. back room, yep. And then <clears throat> have a little have a little soiree Saturday
1: night as well. Mm-hmm. So
0: but Everything's,
1: I mean. You know, and the other thing we didn't talk about at the show that's a little bit different from last year, we talked about entertainment and, and doing different things, and we're obviously excited to have Jeff G. Holt there kind of running the show, but we talked about the stage. You yes. Know? Um, so, and we're still looking to name it. We don't have a great we idea. A, Hopefully, yeah. we have some sponsors that come forward that we well, I'm going to be real honest.
0: Answer. Chris Callen and Heather Callan, i completely stole this idea from you guys. Your Grease and Gears stage. Right. That's a that's And a, we
1: we talked to them in uh in Fort Worth, didn't we? We did or talk we to them to in our, Fort Worth. We talked to Heather.
0: The Heather, yeah. Yep. And we talked to Chris
1: a little bit, but I talked to him again in Daytona mm-hmm. and they're
0: they're all about it. Right. I so mean, like you, you said, know, the Grease and
1: Gears stage that they have, so we kinda cloned that idea for our own show. But yep. um, you know, we're not stealing the name. We're gonna look for a new name and maybe right. we've we'll got a sponsor out there, but it's a great opportunity for different uh, vendors, different, um, you know, maybe some OEM manufacturers, whatever, that's got products out there right. that they want to put out there and promote where, you know, once an hour, and, and, you know, I'll share our vision. We talked about, you know, maybe there's some schools out there, there's some educational places that they have some great students and want to get a little shine can get out there and show off, and they can highlight some product for some company, and once an hour say, hey, here's, we're going to show you how to install this, or so we're going to yeah. show you how to change this. So, we're gonna so we've made
0: you- a commitment to once an hour. Mm-hmm. There's going to be at least a 10 to 15-minute presentation yep. once an hour. Yep. Right. And so if you have a company that you want to, if you own a company that makes a product that you want to have showcased in that, right. in, in, you know, in that venue, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a company, I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm just going to say it right on here that I'm hoping. That we can come to some sort of an agreement with Rhett and Fran, uh, so that the, the the Fran Hosh Law Group right. can take ownership of that stage right. and we can right. name it in in their you know in in their honor. Uh, and uh, they've been so supportive of us uh, over the years here at Cycle Stop USA, and they were very supportive last year, yep. even in light of it being a one day event. Mm-hmm. You know, right?
1: They still stepped up to the plate. Yeah, they did. They absolutely
0: did. So um, I'm hoping that we can come to some sort of an agreement with them on on that piece. Um, but I think that can, we can turn this into kind of an educational kind of mm-hmm. thing too, and give people plenty of opportunity to to show their wares and, right. and kind of and make it make it be uh, something that people want to see mm-hmm. once an hour for for the two days that we're there.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think that, and we've had some interest, some people that have some products they want to get out there and this and that, and it's it's such a great opportunity for both the people presenting it to the companies that are providing the products out there, and you know we've had some other companies that have said, hey. We'll give you some, uh, we want to see our product highlighted, and we'll throw another set of those in. You guys give it away as a raffle item, something like that. So there's some more shine there. I really want to work
0: hard on uh, making sure that we hit the mark on raffle items. So if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully um, you see the value in in the event that we're doing. And if you want to contribute anything for a raffle, um, remember that 100% of the proceeds of this show um, stay with... The beneficiary of the show, right? The Early Learning Pol- Coalition. Yeah, the Early Learning Coalition of Polk County. And you know, this is the one thing you have to understand too. And this, this took me a second to wrap my head around it. Was that this is all transparent? This mm-hmm. isn't one of those um, one of those charities mm-hmm. where you hear where you know the ex- the expenses to run it are this high, mm-hmm. and the benefit that actually goes out into the community is less than that. Right. This is it. It it really is. I mean, yeah. you know, I see it on the front lines on a mm-hmm. on, on a pretty daily basis. Being that Karen is in the know of, mm-hmm. of all that, and mm-hmm. she's the first person. She was the nine year old kid at the birthday party with the clown that was making the the magic tricks that she was calling it in the back, you know, and and, and <laughs> calling him out on it. <laughs> right, she, just, right. she doesn't she doesn't pull any punches. Yeah. She doesn't have a filter when it comes yep. to that kind of stuff. So, but I think that um, there's plenty of opportunity for people. That want to have their product showcased on that to mm-hmm. be showcased yep. in, in that in that venue. <clears throat> so we talked about the two day event. We yep. talked about the reduction of price in the uh, the cost of entry. We talked about the reduction of price in the chance to win bike. We yep. talked about the biker build off. Yep. We've obviously we've, we've addressed the change in date and the upgraded venue at the same location. Um, how do people? Get involved if they want to get involved. I mean, um, like, what, what?
1: How do you see? What is the? What is the best way that? I'll they tell can... you the easiest way is we've got our website up and running: cfwheelsofsteel.com. dot um, They go there. They can see um, up on the toolbar up top. There's obviously a lot of options, but you can take a look at our show from last year, see the type of show we put on, look at the bikes that were there, look at the vendors that were there, and, and get a good idea for kind of the feel we're going for. But then there's a, an opportunity up on the toolbar. You'll see for competitors, you'll see sponsors, you'll see vendors, all the different options out there. Um, if you want to get involved, you want to be a vendor um, some people we have a lot of people who came forward and said hey we 're into your charity we 're into your event we want to be involved we don 't sell anything that fits in we don 't uh we don 't have bikes we don 't build we don 't want to do that, but we want to give towards this cause, so they become a sponsor right so we we do some promotional stuff for them they give some money to the cause and and they move on and then that 's what we call a sponsor and We've got all kinds of different sponsor packages, but we, you know, and they're structured. And too. they're structured. So you, know you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, so they, they the know what they're getting. But you your know, investment. And you've been involved in some of it, where you get somebody that comes forward. It's like, listen, I really don't. I want to give X number of dollars, but I don't want it. We'll custom make something. What do you want? I mean, yeah, do you want do you tickets to give to your top employees to come to the show? Do you want to give them some T-shirt? Like, what do you want? And, and we work it out. And then obviously, there's the vendors. You want to be a vendor? We have all the different vendor options on there. All the paperwork's available online, so you can see what you're paying for. You know, a ten by 20, 20 by twenty, whatever. Or 10 by 30, 10 by 40, whatever yeah, different sizes Or if you, you have a semi. Yeah, you got a semi you want to bring in. I know we've got one so far. Hopefully, we're going to have a couple. Um, and then competition. We're obviously going to have the competition with the different classes and all that. And um, there's So all those the- competition bikes, what did we set? What did we decide that was going to be? There, were, there was going to be- we, Last uh, year, we said 10 classes. Are we sticking with that this year? Yeah, 10 classes, right. I think
0: is where, where we're going to draw yep. the line at. But plus the Legacy are, Award. Yes, plus the Legacy. But that's any bike in the, that's in, in the, in the in building. That's anything any class, yep. Uh, any competitive bike. Right. Um but one of the things that we didn't talk about was the the pro builder dais. Mm-hmm. So we are looking for pro builders. If you're a professional motorcycle builder, you work in the motorcycle industry as a professional and you're building a motorcycle, we want to hear from you. yep. so we have a special program for those folks um, where we're going to have a pro builder dais. We have some special pricing for ten by tens. Um, so that you can sell your wares, you can promote your business. Um, one of the things that I really wanted to make sure that everybody understood and, and everybody on the operational committee did understand this, is that this is a pretty expensive thing to do to shut your shop down. Mm-hmm.
1: For a day or two days. or Yeah.
0: Be mm-hmm. However long that the, it is that you're going to be gone, still pay your staff, still have anything have everything moving in a forward direction. So if you're interested in that, find me on Instagram, either through the CF Wheels to Steel page or through my personal page, Speed Metal Build, and I want to talk to you. I want to make sure that you understand that we want this event to be supported from the inside out. I tell everybody all the time that we work in what I know to be the smallest billion-dollar industry I can think of. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all know each other. Mm -hmm. And if we don't know each other personally, we know each other through one or two other individuals. So if you've got a professionally built motorcycle, we want it in our show. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Yep. You know, put your if you're willing to put your your best foot forward and bring your best work down here and set up and be professional for the weekend. We want to have you on. And and we're going to tell you right now that there's limited spots, but there are I'm thinking 20 for the pro builder dais yeah we want to fill the room we want quality people over quantity but i want to hear from you so hit me up on instagram through speed metal Built or through the cf wheels of steel and either myself and tony or tony will get back with you and make arrangements for you to get down here and show show your bike off you know and,
1: and last year i mean we you know we were trying to fill the room last year between vendors and competitors and you know we had a Ton of competitors that showed up, and some people we had some came with four big or time five. builders, yeah, dude. We did. We
0: had Bill Dodge yep. from Bling Cycle, right? We had Eric Allard from F and A Cycle, yep. We had Tom Keller from Thug Custom Cycle, yep. We had Corey Corey Souza from Corey Souza Originals. We had Cody Childress yep. from Whoville Speed and Custom. We had um, who else did we have? We had uh, Low Life Industries over
1: yep. there. Low Life was there, yep.
0: So. We did pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Cody's out of Texas. Yep. You know, Bill Dodge's out of Daytona. Tom Keller's out of Miami area. We we did very Corey well. Corey in Sarasota. Corey, Corey's in Sarasota, yeah. And so, you know, it just shows you the strength of, of, of numbers. We had, and,
1: you know, even before when our show was going to be in June, we had some people reach out from some different, you know, different yeah. areas of this country. They were like, hey, we want to come to the show. So, I mean, it's... It's good to hear. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and, and I credit that to our relationship with Jeff G Holt and his V twin visionary tour that he is trying to build a group of events that Mm -hmm. carry us through the whole year. So we're stoked that he's going to be here. So,
1: yeah, I think he's going to be a a great improvement for us. And if you're not following
0: the V twin visionary on social media, you really should be. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got his finger on the pulse. I have to laugh about that. You know, People were hypercritical of him when he was with Hot Bike, just because the limiting factor of having how many pages you can print in a magazine. You know the right. the content. The problem with the magazine industry isn't that um, the limiting factor on how many pages you can print or how many ads you can sell. Right. Not how much content that's out there. So now that the digital media thing is is really. Jeff is is setting the standard for that and I applaud him for that. I'm excited about that through the V Twin Visionary, that he can do exactly what he wants to do and turn away things that are not of his that he doesn't see value in. And he sees value in our event. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean that lends itself to some pretty high some pretty high marks.
1: Yeah, and, you know, and his his personality and the and the way he is, and you watch his videos and this and that. I'm just excited to see him out there. The, you know, the days of the show and, and doing his things, promoting stuff on the stage and doing the awards. I'm excited and, for you to meet him. Yeah, I
0: can't wait. See, so i I knew I've always known who Jeff was. Um it, real quick story, backstory. So 2012, I think it was 2012. I went to um it was either twelve or thirteen. I went to the V Twin Expo. I approached a gentleman named Eric Ellis who was the editor-in-chief for Hot Bike Magazine. I kind of had a couple tear sheets with me, which are tear sheets are what you would tear out of a magazine to show somebody your work. Gave Eric a couple tear sheets. He hired me on the spot for Hot Bike Magazine. I come home from that event. I write an article, get all the photography done, send it into Hot Bike, doesn't get published. I find out Eric gets fired. Mm. So I don't know where Eric Ellis is to this day. Uh, even even now, I don't know. he He's kind of never resurfaced. Well, so a gentleman by the name of Jeff G. Holt takes over the, the reins. Mm-hmm. He and I don't have a relationship. Anytime somebody new comes in, they want to do their own thing. Jeff was charged with an extremely large amount of work. He was overseeing not just Hot Bike Magazine, but he was also overseeing Street Chopper Magazine which had been in publication since the early 70s. Right. Tall order. Lots of work. Lots of, you know, lots of things to, to to keep working. And he was also given a skeleton crew. He knew people that were doing the content that he wanted. Well, so he and I never never really connected. So that's 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Cody and I go to the uh, FXR show. Cody wins. I was actually, it's funny, I have a picture in my phone. I was taking a picture of, I, I knew Cody was going to win that show. It was just the best bike mm-hmm. being built. And um, we get there, and we see Jeff there. And we know who Jeff is. I mean, Jeff's the editor of Hot Bike Magazine. This guy, this is the guy that if he signs off on what you're doing, you're going to get some shine. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, Jeff was looking at the bike. I took a picture of Jeff and as I'm taking the picture with my iPhone, Jeff goes like this and looks over at me. And the picture's funny. He's looking at me like he's creeping at me while I'm creeping at him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know him at that point. Well, so I take that picture, I show it to Cody. I'm like, dude, Jeff's checking out your bike, dude. You yeah. I think you're I think you got it. And Jeff doesn't make the decision, but Jeff knows quality when he sees quality. Well, so Cody wins. We leave that show. We go to the Lichter art exhibit that night. I'm leaving the Lichter art exhibit. I run into an old friend of mine that I hadn't seen for a long time, Pat Patterson from Lead Sled, and he's hanging out with Jeff. Well, Jeff sees me, recognizes me from earlier in right, the day, right. and, and he grabs my arm, and he's, like, looking at my uh, my BMX tattoos. And Jeff's a big BMX guy. Like, that's how to get to yeah. Jeff's heart. And so we start talking, and we've just been friends ever since then.
1: That's too cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: it's just – it's it's very serendipitous, but at the same time, he's – he you know. The guy knows mm-hmm. his market. Yep. The guy knows. I mean, dude, he's the canary in the coal mine. You can say what you want about him. Anybody can. A lot of people have had problems with him, but I think when you parse it out and look at the the level of um, responsibility that he had for being the arbiter of what was happening mm-hmm. in our industry, it's not fair to for some people to to marginalize what he was doing. I can't imagine. Haven't brought enough shoulders to carry around what he had to carry yeah. around. He would a lot of work. Well, and look to do. what he's
1: doing now. I mean, you're the V2 visionary, like you talk about. You look at his social media and the stuff he's putting out there, and the followers, and the interactions, and the engagements he gets. Crazy. Yeah, and
0: and so in twenty eight in January twenty, I'm trying to I'm trying to piece together all all the way everything happened. So mm-hmm. 2017, uh, a friend of mine was um, brutally gunned down riding his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um in 2018 january 2018 um jeff is released from his responsibilities at hot bike and street chopper jeff's left with no magazine Mm -hmm. no idea what to do and between him and the circle of people he keeps around him he comes up with this v2 visionary idea in 2018 and here we are we're basically two years into this thing and he's back he is the arbiter Mm -hmm. of all things that are happening i mean you can't take that away from him he's 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 absolutely exactly where he needs to be and he is driving he's driving the way the media works in in our industry with complete impunity Mm -hmm. but he's handling it just how we need him to handle it yeah And he needs, you know, he needs to hear that. And so for him to be, for for me to call him as a friend and say, look, this is an event we're doing. Would you be interested? Would you do this? And him tell me his exact words were, dude, when I told him what we wanted him to do. And I'll be honest with you. I was only nervous to talk to him, not because we're friends, but I was nervous to talk to him, to ask him to get involved in something. Mm -hmm. Because you never know where somebody really feels about what you're doing until you ask them to be a part of it. And he was like, hell yeah, dude. If you're doing it, Absolutely it it made me feel like we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. we're doing good things and to have him involved in it is just that much better and so you know if you're not if if you don't if you can't take that in and kind of understand where that places us and in in the in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. our events dude our event is is a good event yep and it's got you know it's got good reach yep. and to have somebody like Jeff G Holt i hope that we can retain him for years to come. Yeah, I hope that's a long-term. I hope that's a long-term relationship with him, because he's. I think he's the key. Yeah. So, um, I, I, this is good. A place to end, he, to wrap up. Do you have yeah. anything you want to cover?
1: No, I, I think we cover it all. We got the changes, we got the additions, we've got um the galas in there. No, I, th- I think we've got it all. And and I'm just. I guess in closing, I'm just hoping people. I you know, and I'll share my perspective of it in closing is. You know, I told you I wasn't a bike guy. I wasn't into it. I met you. We got involved in this venture together, and I'm kind of in head head and head and feet, jumped right in. Um, and I'm excited to be there. But, you know, here's what I'll tell you. There's a lot of recreational riders out there. There's a lot of people in the community. There's a lot of people around Florida. Hopefully, there's some people, some bike fans that are listening to your podcast that are going to hear this. That, ah, I don't know. It's a bike event. I don't know I want to go. But I'll tell you what, man. You, you go to these events. If you're there for the right reasons, you're there because you love the v- bikes. You love the artistry. You love whatever aspect of it is some of the nicest people in the world you're going to meet and they want to talk about their stuff. They want to teach you about their stuff. And I mean, I've made, I mean, you and I are going to be friends forever, but I mean, I met people at this show that were just the nicest people in the world. You know what I'm saying? That they just want to talk about what they're doing and doing their thing. So I'm just encouraging people that, you know, whether you're a biker, whether you're a recreational rider, whether something interests you, just get out there and check it out. And you know, you'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: That's, that's a good way to to put it into it. And And I want to tell you, since this is the first time you and I are kind of doing this, just the two of us, I know you were when we did the the podcast with Jace, but you've changed the way I've thought about law enforcement. Oh that's good. Because I So we're, we're more
1: difficult people than you originally thought.
0: No, no, not at all. Actually it's <laughs> it's quite quite the contrary. I'm I'm very um where I grew up and how I grew up and the experiences that I have, I didn't have I didn't have a very favorable opinion of uh, I've always I I'm not an idiot. I know that we need law enforcement. That, that there's laws on the books and things need to be enforced and people need to do what they're supposed to do. But I I hadn't met a lot of people that looked at things the way that you look at them and mm-hmm. so it's changed the way I look at what you do and and you know just like you just said like you had a preconceived notion of going into this how things were going to be, I had a preconceived notion of going into this thing how Things needed to be or how mm-hmm. i was going to be told that we needed to be and so i'm i'm happy to say that you know you're one of those dudes that you're you're on my short list of people that i call when i'm frustrated and when i need help and when i do things and i'm i'm really glad that we got to be good friends over this thing and you're right i hope we're friends for the rest mm-hmm. of our lives and i hope we get to do this many more times i hope we get to do this show for many more years and that and i hope that eventually you know you you get a motorcycle and we go on motorcycle rides and that kind of stuff but It's absolutely changed the way that I've viewed things from uh, your vantage point because once you get involved with somebody, um, the things that they care about, whether you agree with them or they don't, Mm -hmm. they become important to you. Yeah, Like, hey, you know, like, don't do that. My friend Tony feels this way about that. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of things that happen with me where I'm thinking like, you know, it's like, uh, what would Tony think? What would Tony do? Like uh, you know, when I'm approaching things like that, so it's really it, Cody has a funny story. The next time you see Cody Childress, ask him; he'll tell you a funny story that happened in Sturgis in 2016 mm-hmm. where I was just being me and just said something, and, and there was a uh, an off duty law enforcement uh, officer there, and he went in to put his boots on; he was going to stomp me.
1: <laughs> oh no, kidding!
0: <laughs> yeah, so, but be that as it may, I mean, I don't, I don't, dis- I try not to disrespect anybody, but. um I really appreciate all the fun times that we've had up to this point and look forward to a ton more fun, fun times. And and I really think that the, I'm not I'm I'm going to be selfish and say that I'm really glad that the that the that the chains got moved to December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I really want this event to, mm-hmm. to go off and be the kind of event that I know it can be because of the community that we live in. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, me too. So, and
1: get some people in here and enjoy the weekend with us
0: cool well dude um salute, salute to you yeah and uh to the go follow us on the on instagram uh the best way to catch us honestly is through our instagram page at cf wheels of steel and uh tony the website is
1: uh, CFWheelsOfSteel.com. of
0: and they can buy tickets there yeah, tickets Eventually.
1: can buy on there though. like i said there's pictures from last year all the vendor applications competitor applications Sponsor applications. Anything they need's all on there. All the contact information's on there. Emails are on there. Everything. And, and please understand that we want
0: your motorcycle in our show. We yep. really want your motorcycle in our show. We want you to bring your family in. We have a good time, and everything's to be awesome. So it's going to be December fifth and sixth. Uh, set up on the fourth. If you're interested in participating in the gala, um, the gala's on the. That's the the, the bike show preview night. Yep. It's yep. a black tie event. Yep. And uh, if you're interested in attending that. We're hoping that you will do that as well. And there's information there at the um, on the Polk County ELC website. Right. So just Google Polk County ELC, the Early Learning Coalition of Polk County. It's a 5013C. And uh, all of the proceeds from this Show are going to stay right here in our community. And thanks to all of our sponsors, Geico, uh, Visit Central Florida, Lakeland Regional Healthcare System, uh, the Fran Hosh Law Group. Um, who am I forgetting? Uh, many. Crown uh, Information Services, NAMS, NAMS, NAMS Lighting, uh, Electric Lighting, uh, Badlands, our friend uh, Jeff Zelinski. Um, God love you, man. And uh, Jeff G. Holt, go check out the V Twin Visionary on social media. So thanks much. Thank you for listening, and please remember to rate us and uh, leave us a review in iTunes. Thank you very much, and have a great night. You have been listening to the Hell on Wheels podcast with your host, Jason Holman. Thank you for listening.